Yo, what's goody? What's goody? Latrell in a hoodie. Yo, it's your boy Glenn, aka Snoopy. Yes, sir. Today we have a very interesting, very fun topic. We are talking about baking it until you make it. When to do it, when not to do it. Is a good is it a good idea? Is it not? That's what we're talking about. So Glenn, let's start with you, man. What is the definition? The definition get until you make it. The definition. So I got a wiki definition. This is like all human. I mean, who who really trusts wiki? If I wanted to, <laughs> I could alter this right now. Anyways, so the wiki definition, fake it till you make it. It says it's an English af- af- aphorism, uh, which suggests that by imitating confidence, competence, and optimistic and an optimistic mindset, a person can realize those qualities in their life and achieve their results they seek. So I kind of see it as like achieving your results in a shortcut almost. Okay. Well, I'm on idioms, (laughs) theidioms.com, right? And they have a simpler way of saying it. Uh, Their definition is portray yourself like the person you always wanted to become. Another one is bringing yourself out of your comfort zone in order to achieve your targets, to adapt, a behavior which will lead you towards a better future, challenging yourself to perform a task which you are not good at, and motivating ourselves to act in a different manner to meet our desired goals. Hmm. All basically coming back to what Glenn just said uh, from Wiki, which is basically acting like something else or someone else in order to, you know, get the desire that you like, whether it's, you know, in a good manner or a bad manner. But yeah, let's talk about it. Yeah. All right. So what you want to start with? Let's let's start. We'll, we'll start out good. We'll start out good. What's good reasons to fake it till you make it? I think one for me personally, it starts mentally as far as like achieving your goals. That's that's the main goal of this podcast, right? Is not only for me and Glenn to achieve our goals, but to help you guys achieve your goals as well. And the only way to do that is to really work on your mental and part of that is having the right mindset, right? Getting rid of stinking thinking. Is is <laughs> you like that? Did you, you just like come that? with that on the stinking side? Stinking thinking, yes, sir. <laughs> come on, man. You have to get rid of your stinking thinking. And so mentally, you have to be in the right place to get what you want. If you want to be, you know, the best podcaster, you have to act as if you are the best podcaster. If you want to be, you know, the best, the biggest person in the gym, you have to act as if you're the biggest person in the gym. How do you do that? Do research, right? You look at the people who are best in your field and then you, you know, not necessarily become them, do exactly everything that they're doing, but you take certain traits, you take certain uh, habits that they have and you implement it into what you're doing in order to get to that point. Because obviously they've done something right in order to get to that point. So if, you know, for example, I'm, you, you, you guys already know I'm very big into fitness. If, you know, I always watch a lot of Ronnie Coleman videos. I always watch, you know, a lot of some of the best bodybuilders. Not not saying I want to be as big as them, but uh, I take what, what they do, you know, on YouTube and all these, you know, forums and I implement it in order to, you know, get mass on my body. And so I take, <laughs> I take their schedules. I take, you know, what they're eating and all this good stuff, what they're drinking, and I implement it into my training and, you know, my diet in order to achieve similar results. Exactly. And so 
I mean, that's that's a good. I think that's a good opportunity to fake it until you make it. Is doing things because understand, understand. If you do what you keep doing, you're going to get the same exact results. So obviously, you're going to have to do something different. You're going to have to follow somebody else. Do some do something that somebody else is doing correctly in order to get those correct results that you want. Mm-hmm. So I think in that sense, it's a great opportunity to fake it until you make it. Yeah. Uh, as far as for me, like when I see a good opportunity to fake it till you make it, yeah. Like just like the definition says, it's like you fake it till you make it to build the confidence. Like that's like the only way I see it at all. Like when I walk into a room, fake it till you make it is like a confidence builder for myself. And so whenever I go into like anything, an interview, like I go into that interview as if I'm the top dog, like I'm right for the position. You need to hire me or you're just going to get somebody. You're just going to get any ordinary other person. And so, I mean, regardless of, you know, the experience, like even if I didn't have a job yet or whatever in the field, like I promise you, I'm going to fake that until I make it. And like, even if I'm given like different situations, like uh, I think it's okay to like fake a situation almost just to show that, you know, like you understand the different things of what was going on type of deal. So like, fake that you know what i mean uh as far as like anything else like i don't know it's... i feel that i i feel that 100 percent. you definitely it definitely takes confidence to uh start doing something whether it's a speech giving a speech in front of people or you know you're just trying to you know be that person you want to be like it, it definitely takes self-confidence and i believe faking it until you're making it can give you that confidence that you need. Uh, another area is physically. So dressing nice, right? Uh, I remember going to, you know, a part of campus and they were having <clears throat> a job fair. And guess what? Everybody was dressed up, slacks, button-down shirt. Some people were wearing full suits. They were all dressed up. Why? Because they wanted to be their best dress in front of the recruiters. Mm-hmm. Me personally, <laughs> look, I wear a t-shirt, a hoodie, <laughs> and either uh, Nike shorts or sweatpants. That's all you're going to catch me in, yeah. right? That's literally, Glenn knows that's literally all you're going to catch me in. And I rotate that week in and week out. Unless it's like a special occasion, I'm going out on Friday night, whatever. Unless it's like, you know, something special, I'm going out Friday night with the boys. I'm wearing sweat shorts, sweatpants, and then a hoodie. <laughs> and so... When I started working my internship, that's not going to fly, obviously. You got grown adults in a professional environment, in an engineering environment, uh, carrying out professional business. So that wasn't going to fly. So what I, what did I have to do? I had to adapt. I had to start wearing polos. I had to start wearing slacks. I had to start wearing Sperry's because I damn sure wasn't about to spend money on <laughs> any other shoes. Cause I, Sperry's was the cheapest I could find. And so that's what I rocked with. And I didn't feel like going to pay for it. But anyway, the point is, is I had to fake it for those eight hours every single day, wearing the polo, wearing the slacks, wearing the Sperry's. And I wore that over and over and over. And best believe, as soon as I got home, <laughs> we got into some comfortable attire, right? I, yeah. was, I definitely wasn't wearing no polo for the rest of the day. And so you just, you just got to be mindful that in some situations, you are going to have to dress up. You are going to have to wear something that you don't usually wear. Yeah. Physically, I mean, 
you can also go into the aspect of like your personality yeah. outside like when you actually have to go to work or something like i go to work i work at a desk i have to greet every single person that walks through that door i don't have to but it's just a part of like my job description in a way like i'm a desk clerk i greet people and i you know see what they need and i mean you can actually say that's every like every instance that i take or every situation that I'm in or whatever, um, I have to fake being interested in whoever's walking and th- through that door. Like every single day, like I literally say, hello, how are you? You need some help? What can I do for you? Like all those things. Like I really don't care to talk to anybody, to be honest. Like I could just sit behind the desk and be all to myself, but I don't. I put on a smile and I'm like, hey, how are you doing? You need some help. Where you need to go? Yeah. Force a conversation. But that's just because that's that's just a part of protocol, but it's just what I have to do every day. And even when I have to dress, like I dress to the dress code or whatever for work and then come home, take it off, you know, same thing as the trail. But after that, like I don't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. So like it's a good time to stop doing that once I'm not doing work anymore. And so like, even if I'm not, you know, working, I'll still, you know, greet people as they walk into, you know, where I work at, but yeah, I just pretty much cut it off. Cause it's like a switch. Mm-hmm. Like, I come to work. All right. What's up? I'm interested in you. Not saying now in all honesty though, it's not unintentional. Like it's not, fake at all like it's like me talking to you and showing it it, that's not fake now how i go about doing it like me wanting to do it could be fake but me actually in the moment talking to you it's an actual concern like i'm actually invested in whatever i have to talk to you about and that's just i don't know that's just my genuine like personality personality and that's just how i am i don't i don't want to fake a conversation to somebody Exactly. It's like, I'm genuinely concerned. Like, hey, how are you doing? Tell me how you're doing. Yes. Even though I have to do it 200, you know, whatever times a day. So. I agree. Yeah. I have that same personality trait where it's just like, sometimes depending on where I'm at, and we'll talk about this in a later topic, but like, depending on where I'm at, I'm focused on that thing. So like, I think we talked about it at the beginning uh, on the first episode. But like, depending on where you are, you need to be focused in that spot, right? So we're here recording this podcast. I'm focused on recording this podcast. I'm not on my phone, not looking at YouTube. I'm not doing anything except focusing on this podcast. So like when I'm at the gym or whatever, I'm not trying to talk to anybody, Uh right? I'm trying to get my workout in. I'm trying to get it in. I'm trying to get it done. I'm trying to dip. That's it. But if a conversation does arise, you know, somebody you know, mention something or wants advice, then I'm going to be genuine. I'm going to, you know, give them the answer that I, you know, give them. And, you know, I give them advice that I take for myself and then keep it pushing. But like, I'm not (laughs) initializing any conversations. Yeah. You're not there for talking to people. You're there for working out and building this. Exactly. And so like, it's the same thing with work. Sometimes I work the best as well as an RA. And, um, Sometimes it's just like 
I got homework, I got a test, I got this, that, and the third. But like Glenn said, it's a part of the, you know, it's a part of the job description to talk, to be friendly. Customer service, that's all the job, that's all the desk is, is providing good customer service and protecting everybody else in the building from bad people coming in. So what does that take? That takes you, you know, being aware of who's coming in and out of the building. And so sometimes I do have to, you know, put on a smile and, hey, how are you doing? Whatever. Am I going to initialize a whole conversation? No. <laughs> right. But I will say hi. I will be friendly and be approachable. So people do get their questions answered um, if they do need questions answered. Yeah. So, But yeah, so that's that's physically. And then the big one, the one I love the most, financially. Financially. When mm, mm, when to fake it financially? Oh my gosh, that's, <laughs> that's so touchy. That's touchy. It's a trick question. Never, never, <laughs> never. It was a trick question. I don't know. I don't know why y'all started thinking. All right, he got me. I don't know why y'all <laughs> was over here. Hmm, I wanted not. Nah, he never. got me. <laughs> never, never, ever, ever try to fake it financially. Why? Because you're just gonna end up in a rabbit hole. That's why people end up in credit card debt. Not, that's not the only reason. You know, some people lose jobs, have to use credit cards, pay bills. I understand that. I'm not saying that's the only reason people go into credit card debt. But I am saying for going on dates, for, you know, trying to impress your friends, for trying to buy the stuff physically to fake it in order to, you right. know, get into the houses or get into the, you know, positions you want to be like, don't do that. Right. If you're not there financially yet, do not fake it. Don't don't go spending a dumb amount of money on stuff that you don't really need to impress people that you don't even like. It's it's not going to work out for you. I guarantee you, hundred oh percent. That's that's good. You got me, bro. You really got me. Like I ain't gonna lie. I was over here financially. Yeah, fake it till you make it. Let's go out and buy all the good stuff uh, just to show that we got money, but we really don't. Yep. So you got me, honestly. I mean, look. When you're on a budget, and I hope everybody is, right? <laughs> we, we've covered the budget. Please, please be on a budget if you're watching this or if you're listening to this. Because it's important. To me, it's very important to have a budget and to stick to that budget. Because if not, like I said, you're just, you're just bound to end up in a mess. And so if you have a budget, right? Me personally, it's 10% to do whatever I want. I have a budget for food. I have a budget for, you know, expenses, I have a budget for all investing, I have a budget for all that. But as far as doing whatever I want, 10%. And I'm not going over 10%, right? I don't have a budget for clothes. I don't have a budget for shopping. No, that's all included in the 10% of what I make. So (laughs) if I don't got the money for the Gucci shoes, I don't have the money for the Gucci shirt, it is what it is, right? I'd never move money out of my savings account to buy random stuff that will probably not even be as good, you know, 10 years later down the road, right? So, uh, you know, <laughs> I don't even know how to put it. Like, savings account, we got money. Checking account, <laughs> that's a different story. I was over at Glenn's the other day. The way my bank account set up. Oh, it's a different story. We we big broke out here uh, in the checking account, but like the savings and the investing accounts, it looks like we could be popping some bottles. But <laughs> nah, it ain't. <laughs> the checking account ain't set up like that oh, yet. So man. 
I ain't got that type of temper set yet. <laughs> You're going to get there eventually. Anyway, the, the point I'm trying to make, right, is if it's not within your 10%, some people it could be 20%, whatever, you know, however you uh, allocate your money, uh, please stay within that budget and don't don't overdo yourself just to look good because you can find a nice suit at the Goodwill. Ain't nobody got to know it's from the Goodwill. Ain't nobody got to know you thrifted that suit. Ain't, no, ain't nobody got to, like, I know UNT has, like, a suit a, a suit closet, right? Nobody has to know nope. where you get it from. <clears throat> you tell them, cool. You don't, cool. More power to you. But if you need to dress up or you need to look good for a certain occasion, like we said, that's okay to fake it, to look good in order to get somewhere. But don't sacrifice your finances in order to do that. Yeah. Now, there is a good way to do it, in my opinion, uh-huh. to fake the finance part. Now, if you come to my apartment and you, you know, check everything out and whatnot, like, it would look like it, I have a lot of stuff. I yeah. have a lot of stuff. Now, they're all materialistic. Like, if they all broke down or somebody stole them, I wouldn't really care, honestly, because I'm not really about that. I mean, that'll be, you know, something we talk about on another episode because materialism is big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Get rid of your stuff. Don't be a hoarder. Anyways, um, financially, like at the house, like this is it's more of like a physical thing and a mental thing put together. And it's like, yeah, I can only have all I need is a bed to sleep at night. I don't need a TV. I don't need a you know a PS4. I don't need a fridge. I don't need. Well, I got a fridge that came with the bar. But you know what I mean? I don't need a fridge. I don't need, you know, a printer. I don't need nothing else technically. But it would definitely take a toll on me mentally because it's like, I don't have anything. So mm-hmm. like financially, you can be financially responsible, like Latrell's talking about budgeting and whatnot, and eventually accumulate all the things you really need. Mm-hmm. Like it's not, you don't need to hurry up and get all that stuff, but you know, using your 10% towards something you need for the house or you want for the house is a good thing. Yeah, And so it's, there's a good way to do it on the fake it till you make it. Like as far as when people come in through the door or whatever, just to check out your place and they see all your stuff, it's like, oh, wow, this place looks really nice. Okay, cool. They don't need to know that my couch was $400. Yep. Like my TV, I didn't even buy that. That's from a friend. It's from his crib. Like he got like 20 billion TVs. I just took it. Like the printer I got, it's only like 20 bucks. Like. It doesn't even matter. It works. It prints. It does what it's supposed to. You know what I'm saying? And like, even like once, sometimes like the food in my in my closet or my pantry or whatever. Like when I first started, it was like all from my friend's mom. Nobody knew that. They was like, dang, you got all snacks. Nobody knew that. Yeah. So it's like, you can fake some things financially to make it look like it's good. But also that that in that instance, it's more of like a mental thing for yourself because it's it's I don't know. I think it's healthy to feel okay. Like I feel at home right now. Granted, I don't need that to like the couch to feel at home, but mentally faking it till you make it can be damaging. But also at the same time, it could actually help you out a little bit. Mm-hmm. A little bit. Don't get too carried away with it. Is the main thing. You get too carried away, you'll get lost. And then once you look back, it's like 
bro, none of that was real. Mm. Like, I don't, like, if I rented everything, it's like, I don't own any of this stuff. No. So, I mean, it's okay. And it's not okay. (laughs) So fake it till you make it financially wise. But it can be a positive thing and a very, very, very negative thing on you mentally. Mm. For sure. Especially when you go buy them them clothes. Buy that Balenciaga. I don't need that. I don't need that. I don't need that. I got plenty of socks. I don't need that. Buy them Yeezys. Well, gonna be- hey, don't get on my Yeezys. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Don't, 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 don't get on my Yeezys. I paid retail for them. You did. did. You did. I did pay retail. And do you regret it? I don't. Not at all. Because okay. I love the shoes. Okay. Okay. I okay. didn't buy them for other people. I bought them for myself. So, but with that being said, those are the pros. Now, we can't give y'all the pros without giving y'all the cons of this subject of fake money till you make it. Now, I'll start off with a study published by the Journal of Consumer Research. They found that people who tried to fake it until they made it were more likely to dwell on their shortcomings. Ambitious professionals who wore luxury clothing in an effort to appear successful and MBA students who wore Rolexes, the ice wore the Rolex, (laughs) to increase their self-worth ended up feeling like bigger failures. Mm-hmm. Right. So that that's definitely a time not to fake it until you make it. Because understand when you when you're wa- wearing the fake stuff, when you're wearing the fake clothes, when you're wearing the fake shoes, you gotta understand now you literally have a physical reminder that you don't have what you truly want. Yeah, you don't have the real quality. You don't have that you real don't have one. the real quality. It's in your house. <laughs> so now every time you wake up, go to your closet, you see what could be. And it just brings you down. So, guys, don't. I do not support the the fake stuff. Please don't do it. Please don't buy it. It's not worth it at all. Uh, don't don't try to appear successful, really? or wealthy, or rich. All right, I'm gonna take the mic from you on that one because you don't believe in buying the fake stuff. But I think you should go buy the fake stuff. Really? We're having a difference uh, conversation right now. Okay. Like, so he's with the. He's with not buying the fake stuff. I'm with kind of, I'm okay with the buying the fake stuff. Okay. Because let's be real, financially, fake it, we buy the cheaper shoe. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. Nobody else can it's gonna take a really good eye to tell it's fake. But the bad part of it is that every time, like he said, I go to put on that shoe, I know it's fake. Yeah. But See, my thing, when you, most people, when you buy fake things, you're buying it so you can impress other people. Yeah. That's the, for for the most part, most people, some people actually do genuinely like the look of Yeezys, but they can't afford the $200 price tag or even worse, the resale value of those shoes. And so they do go and buy the fake shoes. And that's, look, (laughs) Do you, um, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not the type to call people out because I don't even have a good eye for it anyway. But like, if you truly like the shoe, you can't afford the shoe. Don't I guess. It. I personally don't think you should get the shoe then. But at the well, same Well, I was saying the fake pair. Yeah. The cheaper oh, pair. Okay. I was saying the fake cheaper pair. Okay. Go ahead and buy it. If you truly like the shoe and you're not just trying to impress other people. But like, if you're working towards something, then that should be your reward. 
in my opinion. You like Yeezys, okay. Rather than faking it, work your butt off and use the money you get from doing digital design, from computer science, from doing podcasts, from washing cars, from shoveling snow, whatever it is, to buy those shoes rather than settling for the fake pair that one is pro- probably has less quality than the real pair. They ain't gonna last. They ain't gonna last. Unless you get a high quality pair, which is very rare. And so the, the point I'm trying to make, I'm not trying to sit on that for too long. The point I'm trying to make is I personally think that if you're going to go that route or if you're going to go the route of buying fake stuff, then I'd rather you buy one real item and that motivates you yeah. to buy more. So, you know, if you really like the Louis V stuff, okay, start out with your keychain. Buy a real Louis V keychain. Put it on your bag. Put it on your keychain, whatever. Put it somewhere where you see it all the time. And then let that be your, uh, let that remind you. Like, okay, I bought this, you know, it's $200, $300, whatever it was. Okay, now I'm going to work my way up to this bag. Because now I see it every time I pull out my keys to unlock my door. It feels good. It feels good. It definitely feels good. And you feel the quality. So you already, you're, you already have an expectation of what it feels like to hold an LV item. You've already been through the service. You've already talked to a uh, sales rep. You've already, you've been through the whole process because you bought that small item. Now that should motivate you to put in the work in order to get that bigger item that you want, that $1,000 bag or that $1,000 you know, handbag, purse, whatever it is for you ladies. And so I think you should go that route compared to buying a bunch of cheap stuff. Mm-hmm. That's just going to break down. Yeah. You buy a bunch of cheap stuff. You'll end up with too much in your house. You'll end up too much having too many items. And then you go to look. It's like, oh, that's fake. I'll just throw it away. Yeah. Or I'll donate it or something like it's definitely it definitely feels a lot better to go out and buy that quality item. Like it really does. Yeah. It makes a whole world's difference, bro. Like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. I can't tell you, man. No, that's a fact. Like when I bought my designer uh, belt. It felt really good. It felt really good to walk in there. They give you water. They let you sit down. They let you look. They look, they they go above and beyond. Why? Because it's high quality. It's high quality people working there. It's high quality product. It's a high quality store. It's a high quality atmosphere. Mm-hmm. It's high quality water, to be real with you. That ain't no cheap water. It's I high quality. Be- Everything's high quality. I bet you it's out of the faucet. <laughs> look, don't say that. Don't say that. <laughs> Everything's high quality. Don't don't listen to me. Okay. On that. Okay. Water is water. <laughs> nah. It all don't taste the same. It's designer water. It all don't taste <laughs> the same. But just because it came out of a designer store don't make no difference for me. Oh, it's water. Man. If I'm parched, I need some water <laughs> and I'll take it. Thank you. Oh man. We'll have to agree to disagree. I'm not it familiar. was a high quality experience with some water. There you go. Whether it was high that's, quality water. That's a better way to put it. That's a better way to put it. <laughs> so, but anyway. So, yes, that whole experience was nice. It was, you know, great. And I want to have that experience again and again. Now, will I spend all my money on designer stuff? No, you don't lost your mind. When I do get to that point to where my 10% can afford a bunch of, you know, high quality stuff, okay, I'll, I'll consider it. But it's definitely not in the cards for the next few years because I am building an empire. Right. Work on experiences and get get a small experience first. That way you can motivate yourself to get bigger experiences 
in my opinion. Knowing when to fake it till you make it is very important. Yes. Very, very important. Don't do it. Don't fake your life. Yeah. Don't fake your life. Like, what's the point in that? You're not getting anything out of it. Nothing. Don't fake yourself. To, don't be somebody different to friends. Like, no. You don't need to fake being something that you're not. People should like you for who you really are. Like, don't fake that. Don't fake nothing. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> but to build your confidence, to like give you that, you know, pep talk for yourself, to make yourself look good for like employers and stuff like that, or an interview or something of that nature that, okay, let it be a means to an end. Mm -hmm. Let it be a means to an end. I prefer it being a means to an end on a quick note rather than it being a long-term thing. Cause I can't really tell you how many times I've used fake it till you make it. It's more so, cause like I really, every time I've done it, I don't ever accomplish it. Like I don't check it off as like, you know, a goal of mine. Boom, I faked it till I make it. I did good this time. And then I go, let's, who, what, when do I need to do it again? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's, it's just a means to an end and let it be, let it be that. Mm. Cause, I just, just can't, man. Just can't. No, I agree. 100%. So, cool. We definitely spent some time talking financially about when not to fake it till you make it. Now let's go over to uh, intellectually. I personally believe just as much as finance, you should never fake it till you make it intellectually. Understand your goal should be always be the dumbest person in the room. Why do I say that? Because... Like I was saying at the very beginning of the podcast, and I know I, sometimes I do sound like a broken record, but that's because I really want you to understand the concepts that I do repeat over and over. Understand you are where you are because of everything from when you were born all the way up to this point, right? Everything you've learned, everything you've done has led you up to this very moment. So understand if you don't change some things, if you don't learn new things, you're going to continue seeing the same exact results. You might be in different places. You might be in a different city, but you're still going to have the same exact results. So when it comes to intellectually, your goal should be to surround yourself with the smartest people, have access to the smartest people, people who are doing big things, small things, starting things, right? You want to have that access to those people. That way you could have people to go to, to answer your questions uh, from experience. Not just, not just, you know, YouTube, Google. Yes, those are great um, resources, but when you actually have people with the experience, it just, um, to me personally, it just hits different. It does. When you can go to a person, hey, how did you figure this out? Hey, how did you upload this uh, podcast? When I can go to someone I know personally, and they can tell me from their personal experience how they did it, I'm more inclined to trust them than a re random Nancy on YouTube talking about, oh, you just get this and that and uploading you're good to go like it just hits different when it's from someone you know it does in person so uh definitely intellectually don't fake it till you make it another part of it unless glenn wants to but uh, another part of it is <laughs> oh man have y'all ever been in class or just been in a social situation where people are just running their mouth but they're speaking a whole lot of nothing or y'all are debating and they're debating about something that they don't even know nothing about. And they're just basically just repeating points over and over and over, repeating not even facts, just opinions. And so it's just like, don't 
Don't do that to yourself. Don't do that to yourself, bro. <laughs> I was just about to say, don't do that to yourself. Don't do that to yourself. Because you, you're just going to look like a fool at the end of the day. Everybody's going to be talking about you behind your back. They want I, Some people will, you know, confront you in your face and say, look, you're full of BS. But a lot of people just don't talk to you, talk about you behind your back. And it's just not a good look. So if you don't know what you're talking about, whether that's in a social setting, whether that's one-on-one with one person, whether that's on YouTube or a podcast or whatever it may be, I'm never going to tell y'all something that I have zero idea about. Yeah, That's just foolish. Then, then at that point, I'm just speaking opinion. And I hate to just speak only opinion to y'all. Because what's the point? What are y'all going to get from that? I'd rather mix my own personal experience with facts. So when that situation arises, if you do not know the answer to that question or, you know, you don't have enough information on that topic, be real. I'd rather, I'd have more respect for you if you were real. Hey, I don't know enough about that information. Let me get back to you. Then if you were to just blabber on some foolishness. Yeah, some nonsense. And I'm, and now I'm more confused than I was when I asked you because you just told me a whole bunch of nonsense. So that's just my point of view on faking it until you make it intellectual. Yeah, for sure. I agree 100%. You can't go in anywhere faking you're the big dog, talking like you're the big dog when you don't have any of the experience to back it up. That's probably the one, that's definitely one way to take that like aphorism and make it go bad for yourself. Because once you get out there, like say you faked knowing how to do how to make a website, okay? They, a job hires you to make a website and you actually go out there and do it and you sit at the computer and you're like, you're over here looking up on YouTube, how do I make a website? Because you don't know how to make a website. Yeah. No, don't do that. Like, Don't do that to yourself. Right. That's not the best environment. Like, You're going to sink fast. That's not a, that's not a shortcut. Mm-hmm. You can't skip the research part. Sorry. I agree. <laughs> I agree 100%. So when it, when it comes to that, y'all, just be real. If you don't know it, you don't know it. If you do know it, share what you know. And form masterminds. Form groups Yeah. where, you know, you have people that don't know as much, where you have people that know just as much, and you have people that know a lot more than you. And y'all literally just collaborate. Y'all talk. Like, I know with me and Glenn, there's been multiple times where things have come into my... I don't even recognize it coming to my head, but just come straight out my mouth that I've never thought of never even heard of, it just spewed out my mouth and it just made a lot of sense. Just from just having conversations with Glenn because it's just something happens when you and another person, or especially when y'all are talking about something, you know, not necessarily personal development wise, but just like having an intellectual conversation and both y'all are thinking and both y'all are putting in your input. It's just something about it where like new ideas Come into your head and then it gets blurted out and it's like dang that sounded good but you don't really say that out loud you just like that was actually a bar yeah that was it was, <laughs> it was nice <laughs> and so once you have those moments you'll know exactly you'll know exactly what i'm talking about mm-hmm. when you have those moments but yeah definitely don't fake got anything else man oh man that was pretty good right. i like that so let's do a recap man. all right all right recap recap so when to fake it or when is a good time to fake, fake it or make it uh, or fake it till you make it, not fake yeah. it or make it. <laughs> Give me all an option. <laughs> you just fake it. <laughs> anyways, when is a good time to fake it 
it's a good time to fake it in a place where it's going to be very short. So like in an interview uh, for one moment of like, I don't know, something you're trying to get maybe uh, to make somebody's day. Like you saying hello could actually save a person's life. Yeah. So I'd say that's probably the only time I would want anybody to fake it until you make it. I feel that. Definitely do it in spurts. Don't always be on mask mode or putting on a face for other people throughout the whole day. That's definitely not healthy for you. So definitely, you know, whether it's at the gym, I'll, I'll always go back to it. Y'all. <laughs> if it's at the gym, me personally, I like to think of myself as Ronnie Cole. Why? I don't know. But when I'm pushing that weight and it gets hard and you hear those you hear those catchphrases he uses, those little phrases he uses, it just motivates the mess out of me to push through the workout. So that's when I use it. But when I'm outside chilling, when I'm out here doing a podcast, I'm not thinking I'm running COVID because it doesn't make any sense to be a bodybuilder while doing a podcast. So, um, yes, I agree 100 percent. One time to fake it is you know, or when to fake it is during small spurts, whether it's during an interview, when you really need to build up confidence, that's the time to do it. When you're working on, you know, your goals, okay, do it a little bit then. Uh, but other than that, don't do it for prolonged periods of time. Yeah, don't fake your life. Exactly. Uh, financially, never do it, right? <laughs> never. Never do it. Never. Intellectually, never do it, right? We talked about that. Mentally, though, it's okay to, like like we were saying, in the gym, that's not physically. Mentally, pretend, you know, if that helps you, pretend like you're someone to get through a workout. Pretend like you're someone, pretend like you're the best speaker in the world to get through a presentation and then end it there. And then physically, do it, but only do it if it doesn't put your financial situation at risk, right? That's the only time it's okay to, Physically fake it until you make it. Yeah, that was funny. Okay, so when not to, intellectually and financially, is when not to. And so with that being said, that's the podcast. Yeah, that's it right there, boy. That's all the sauce. Like, that's that's that good good right there, man. Please take notes. If you did not take notes, go ahead and run it back. Take notes and apply this information because, you know, applied information does change situations. Ooh. At the end Ooh. of the day. Oh, man, like this, he on the roll, man. You like that? Put, <laughs> little, put a little sauce on that. And I might as well go back to the other one, right? Get rid of your stinking thinking. Stinkin because thinking. it will not take you very far at all. Say the other one again. Stinking thinking. No, the other one. The one you just did. Applied information does change situations. Yeah, applied information. Right. Now I'm going to get that on the future. Boy. <laughs> applied information. Right? Not, not just information. Because anybody can take information in. But apply the information. If you actually use the information, I guarantee, I guarantee you, it will change your situation. situation. It's trailing the hoodie. Your boy Snoopy. <laughs> we out. Take it easy.